Relevant content for our members by our members. This is TMC Connect. Hey, everybody. Um, welcome to Better Me in 23. It is April 10th, 3 p.m. Eastern. And um, just going to, we have a pretty good registration list today. So I just want to let a few more people hop on. So Chile and I are just talking about, um, she was recently in the UK. So we were talking about some bucket lists. Uh, travel the like travel locations we'd like to go. Jamie, Hawaii for sure. I've been. It's amazing. Germany is not on my list, but I feel like it should be. I feel like that's another very very cool country to go to. So uh, I think I'll have to follow your lead and put that on my bucket list too. But if anybody else wants to hop in and and throw some bucket list destinations on in the chat, we'd appreciate it. And we'll get started here in probably about. 30 seconds to let more people hop on. No other bucket list people? Where have you been? Where do you want to go? Fiji, good one, Brian. Um, the Thailand, like the Phuket, uh, like Phuket or, I know it's, it's really a horrible place where the whole like tsunami happened, but it's also, for me, I feel like it's just like this magical, beautiful, like is the Thailand Phuket area um, that would be on my list as well. All right. Well, I think we will go ahead and get started. Thanks again, everybody, for being here um, for the Better Me in 23 series. This is actually part five of the six-part series that we've been doing with Shirley Clark. Shirley, thanks again. Part four. Sorry, oh, yeah. <laughs> June five, June is six. Oh, I've lost track of the month. Um, so yeah, sorry, part four, there's two more sessions um, of this series that we're doing with Shirley Clark. So welcome, Shirley. Thanks again for joining us today. Um, so I just want to, before we get started, throw out to you guys who have been on these calls, if, if this is your first one or if you've been on the previous three, um, as we sort of roll out the next two sessions, um, looking towards the end of the year, what else would you like to hear about? I mean, this is a better me in 23, right? So really, what what are you looking for in that? Um, is it something like what we've been doing, what Shirley's been providing along the mental health um, arena and how to deal with like today's resilient and supportive leadership in times of change, being a, a supportive leader? Um, we all are going through a lot of change, obviously, with the mortgage industry on a daily basis. Um, or would you like more things like nutrition and exercise or to talk about, you know, stress and anxiety or how you're feeling like an open forum to talk about does the stuff that's going on in your individual organizations um, and how that affects you on the day to day, whether you're working from home or you're working in the office. Um, we kind of just want to be this place where everybody can come and, and chat. You know, and a lot of us don't have any water cooler chat anymore. <laughs> Um, because we do work from home or half of our workforce is at home and we're, you know, participating or, or chatting with people through Slack or Teams. Um, but I think it's important to talk. I mean, we're doing all these webinars about what's happening in rates and this and that, but there's humans that are sitting in the desk still and there's humans that are, you know, seeing their friends get laid off. And, and I think we want to just connect you all and make sure that we're all supporting each other um, throughout our membership. So um, feel free to pop stuff in the chat for me because I'd love to hear from you guys. If you want to take yourself off mute, join the conversation, that is always welcome. 
Um, again, this is meant to be more of a meeting where it's interactive versus just a webinar, but Shirley you know, has certainly prepared a wonderful presentation for us. So we'll get into that now, but drop that stuff in the chat or if you wanna email me privately, um, I will find the speakers, I will find the specialists in the content or we can bring Shirley back. So there's lots of options. With that being said, um, I will let Shirley jump into it. This is Resilient and Supportive Leadership in Times of Change with Shirley Clark. Thanks, Shirley. Great. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Amy. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, I do not know how many of you have been on previous um, previous webinars with me, so I'll just give you a real brief in that you know I have a long background in the mortgage banking industry and have certainly certainly weathered a whole lot of change myself, um, especially during some of the down market times. And in the you know last 10 or 15 years, I've been doing consulting and training and coaching and actually running a nonprofit. So my, my life has definitely changed, but it's great to always talk with my mortgage peeps. And um, and uh, as Amy said, if, if there's anything you do want to hear from me, I still have a couple more sessions to do. You know, I'm happy to talk about just about anything as well um, to make sure that you're being supported um, both on these or I always give you my email too. So feel free to reach out if you ever want to just chat because I know things are a little bit crazy sometimes. Um, so today, as we talk about supportive leadership, you know, I've done a couple webinars with similar titles and, and I try to mix it up a bit. There will be some things that we have covered before, and a lot of it is just so that it becomes more of your vocabulary. And it's almost like, you know, building on yoga, a yoga practice or something where the more that you continue to think about how your brain works and, and how important it is for us to be aware of our, our bodies and our emotions and in the way that we are and the way that we lead, um, you know, the better it'll be as, as we get used to that. And so today, as we talk about this, I, I want to start with um, a quote from Viktor Frankl. Um, you may know who he is. He was a um, he was a prisoner, you know, he was a Holocaust survivor, but during World War II, obviously he was not in great shape, but he's a psychiatrist and did a lot of studying of people. And I think he's probably written 39 books probably by now, uh, or I think he had. And his, um, I think his most most well-read one is probably Man's Search for Meaning. And there's there's just so much in there that we can start with. But when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. You know, and that I think we probably all know that, but so often we want to change what's happening. We want to change interest rates. We want to change the economy. We want to go back to the way it was. Um, you know, during COVID, we certainly had those feelings in now. And so as that is out of our control and not something that we can change, it really is around what do we want to do so that we can be the best we can be. We can thrive. We can strive to thrive wherever you know, wherever we land in whatever position we are, what is it that um, will help us? I don't know, I, I want to say experience joy, you know, or find those moments where we have just, you know, profound peace. And that's such a difficult thing in this world with with not only the economy, but with, with all the rhetoric that's out there. And, and um, sometimes we're in a state of agitation all the time. And so this is a time where it's really important for us. Let's just take these next 30 minutes and um, and just relax into it and kind of put everything out of our mind and kind of start with 
just being aware, being aware of where we are right now. So when we talk about resilient and supportive leadership, you know, if we were in a room, I'd shout out, you know, have you answer? What does that mean? Feel free to chat or to take yourself off mute if you do want to. But, you know, as I think about it, you know, I think about how geese fly, um, you know, and if you look at as they flap their wings, they kind of create that that uplift, you know, that aerodynamic orientation um, that reduces air friction, right? And so that for the birds that follow, and that's really, you know, what we think about is what can you do to reduce the friction for those that are with you in your group or, or, or that are following you. And the other great thing I, I like to think about, and especially as you watch geese, is that the lead goose will often go back to next position and another goose will take its place, you know, just like, you know, in bicycle racing or anything else. You know, we're not expecting one person to always be that rock and always to be that person in front. And so if you are leading a team of people or if you're part of a team of people, just kind of recognizing that it doesn't always all have to land on you. It's it's how do you look with a, look at what's on your plate and share that and and allow others to step in as, as well. I also like to look at, you know, resilience. I think in some of the webinars, we've talked about oscillation, which is, you know, um, thinking about that rest and recovery period that we all need. And we should all oscillate every 60 to 90 minutes, which means whatever we're doing, take a breath or whatever. And so we kind of look at that rubber band as stretching it and releasing. And that the rubber band in and of itself doesn't break because we release it. But if we kept stretching, it, it would eventually unravel. And so as, as we look forward, I really like to look at these multiple rubber bands to say, you know, what do you need to engage so that it's not just a single, my, my thoughts, I'm resting them, but your, your mind, your body, your heart, your spirit, other people, um, your team, um, you know, other, other resources that might be available to you. So so what do you need um, for yourself? You know, how do you support yourself? And then what do you need for all of those around you? And when we think about team, you know, we're leading a team. You know, I, I'd love to just think about a team in general, about anyone, anyone in your world around you. That can be your family, your friends. Um, you know, it can be coworkers. It can be clients. It can be suppliers, you know, vendors. So, you know, think about, everyone that's in your purview when you think about um, le leadership, you know, and how you show up to everyone else. So we'll talk today about um, just some leadership practices that can help you flourish during change. And so we'll walk through, you know, setting an intention, um, self-awareness, which we, we talk about every time and we'll continue to, but awareness of others and, and that team of people. Um, a pause practice, putting in an assessment in your life, and then, of course, um, responding in a way that's in, aligned with your intentions. So we'll start with intention. And as, as you think about intention, it's, it's you know, it's um, what do you what do you want that to be for you? Right. So just kind of um, reflecting on the expansive possibilities that are in front of you. You know, our brains create, they crave certainty. You know, um, often 
when we are going through a tough time, you know, we we will feel that fear or, you know, we talk about the fight, flight or freeze, you know, with the, that our amygdala does. And we, we've talked about that. But what solves that for a brain is certainty. And so as we're thinking about intention and setting an intention for ourselves, whether it be every day, for the year, for the month, however you do it as a leader, um, just reflecting on what's bigger than you, what's bigger than your role. You know, I liken it to, um, you know, say you were, you know, at a bar or a dance house or something, and you're up on the balcony and you're watching everyone on the floor being jostled around and dancing. You have a view that that allows you to see everything. If you're on the floor dancing, you're only going to see what's right around you. And so setting setting an intention to reflect on expansive possibilities is really around how do I raise myself up for a few minutes so that my purview is larger. Um, the way that I perceive things is next level leadership. It's not just in the doing role. And when we are stressed, we're often just going from one thing to the next. And we, we're doing our checklist as best we can. But to take a breath and to expand possibilities and look at what else if what if the opposite were true? What those kinds of things and setting an intention to reflect on that helps us get out of that lower level thinking. And so then also just some other things that you might consider um, as you set intentions is just thinking about um, how you watch for moments to check in with others. That you're just paying attention to what other people might need. And really listening to that. And then, of course, um, just responding with compassion and even curiosity. You know, so often it's easy to respond with judgment going, well, I've had a bad day, too. And, you know, just buck up. You shouldn't have been late. You know, all the things that might go through our minds when we're stressed. But really supportive leadership is so much more than that. It is really just stepping back and making sure that we're, we're sitting in that curiosity seat. Um, thinking also about communicating clearly and often and and setting an attention for this, it can be, again, for anyone um, in, in your circle, in your team. I once was doing some consulting for a mortgage company that was um, not doing well. It was an incredibly large company and they had put themselves up for sale. And everyone started stressing out. It was hard to look at the level of productivity um, compared to what it had been and be happy with it, right? We were all like, this isn't, this isn't going to help anybody. And I think at that time, the CEO did an amazing thing. And I use this example because he said, we are up for sale. I am going to let you know that every Friday, at 3 p.m. You know, Eastern, I am going to send out an email and let you know what's happening. So every Friday, without fail, he would send out a little blurb like nothing's happening this week or we had some people coming and do, doing due diligence this week. So whatever it was, he sent it out. But what I noticed, and I was not an employee of the company, I was a consultant, so I came in and went in a couple of the different offices and I I witnessed everyone just get back to a kind of um, 
status quo of the way that they would show up for work, even though they still knew the bigger picture was was sale and the bigger picture was still uncertainty. The change that was about to come was being calmed in their brains by short-term certainty that every Friday they would get a message. So rather than talking about the what-ifs and, and worrying about it, they talked about what would the next message be. And so I, you, cannot, um, you cannot underscore enough that the importance of communication and having scheduled communication and trusted communication. So again, as we set our intentions, you know, obviously modeling self-care, we talk about that a lot in um, these webinars, you know, whether it's, you know, you're getting physical exercise or whatever it is, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but model that for those around you. And also um, align with your values, you know, setting an intention, because this is a tough time when when things are changing um, to always be yourself and be your best. So so just kind of revisit what are my values? What is most important to me in the way that I show up? What's most important to me in the way that I perform? Um, and what is the most important thing for me in a relationship with any of the people that are in my world? So again, align with your values as you set your intentions or choose for that. And then as we talked about with, with the geese, you know, ask for help when you need it and show that it's okay to ask for help. So let's just take a moment right now. And I just say, um, put your feet on the floor if, if you're sitting um, and just kind of relax your shoulders and just notice it's like, what are you aware of right now? What are you aware of that happens to you during times of change? Now, um, because when major life change happens, our brains automatically see that as a negative. You know, and as we talk about, you know, that little amygdala part of our brain um, and the fear popping up, it takes over a lot of our thought process or prefrontal cortex, our thinking part of our brain isn't as functional. So right now, just notice, you know, what is happening? What do you notice yourself thinking about? You know, in the in the midst of our own personal and professional stories, you know, there is strength and beauty that we can always count on and return to. I'm thinking just about what is that like in your life, right? Just take a moment, take a breath. Just be aware of what happens. And as we talk about self-awareness, um, we talked about the window of tolerance in, I think, our February webinar. And if you weren't around for it, that's fine. But basically, you know, um, Dr. Dan Siegel kind of coined this term. But you look at what's on the slide right now and you see those two lines. Just consider that to be where you're tolerant. I'm tolerant this much every day. In the morning, my tolerance might be this, right? After a good run, my tolerance might be this. And so that window of tolerance throughout the day can open and close. 
if you look at the jagged lines, those are the events that happen to us all day long. And when our window is open, we can handle them. We're in the zone. But if if we're worrying about change or thinking about something that isn't in the present moment, very often our, our window can close. And so just, you know, pay attention to that. It's a great tool for just recognizing where you are through the day, just kind of saying, oh, my window's not open very much right now, I can tell. So what do I need to do so that I can be ready to take on whatever comes next? And, you know, so as we're aware of that window, um, think about think about supporting your window with all four of your domains, right? And resilient leadership is really around managing energy. And it's around managing your own energy and those in the room with you. And so we'll talk about, you know, um, mind, body, heart, and spirit. But what fills and what depletes each of these tanks, right? So if you look at each one of those, it's a tank. And I put some things together um, that I won't spend a lot of time on, but it's a great exercise to do this for yourself. Just looking at all four domains and just saying, you know, here's my physical energy. What what gives me energy? What is good? Sleep, eating well, drinking water, you know, just notice. And it might be different for each of you, but just, just pay attention to what fills that energy tank for you, but also what depletes it. Because if you want your window of tolerance to stay where you can handle not only change, but deal with anything that's coming up and the, the uh, unexpected, you know, understand where your window needs to be. So here's just a couple of ideas for physical energy, for emotional energy. What what brings what brings you emotional energy? And some of these may overlap sometimes, but being with you know good friends, conversation, music, sticking to routines. Again, the brain likes short term, it likes it likes certainty. So thinking about how the brain operates, you know. So here's some you know time that that might give you some ideas that might give you emotional pluses but also what takes away and who takes away, um, you know, our own negative self-talk, I'm not good enough, you know, all those types of things, but also, you know, pay attention to what people around you are saying, pay attention to what you're reading on your computer, you know, as, as whether it be, um, you know, Facebook things or the news or whatever feeds you get in, um, pay, just pay attention to that. So, Notice what gives you energy and notice what depletes. Mental, same thing. Um, what What is good for your mental energy? I know for me, um, certain books are great when I'm reading them because they're just there just be little paragraphs that just allow me to think, how can I be my best self? And I love it. And so for me, strategic thinking is is a plus, you know, but find your own. But also um Notice mentally language in my head, like what am I worrying about? What am I reliving over and over? What conversation or what conversation am I about to have that I haven't had yet that I start living and reliving? So looking at that, you know, and as we talked about um, with Viktor Frankl's quote, trying to control without your control, instead of thinking about how do I adapt to this and how do I notice if my team is adapting to this? We can't change a lot of what's happening, so we can change the way we are responding to it. 
And the fourth domain, spiritual energy, um, you know, what, what, what connects you to that bigger, that bigger space, that bigger power, you know, um, there, there's so many different ways people look at this, but looking at that for you so that you can kind of find that peace inside so that you can lead with that kind of peace. And then also um, just what, what sucks it away from you. Okay. So again, self-awareness around our energy is what I really wanted to focus on today. There's so many things we can focus on, but if, if our energy is lagging, that's when stress can come in easier. It's when depression can set in. Um, you know, we leave ourselves open and vulnerable if we are living in our, if we are depleting our energy tanks and living kind of below the line here. So now let's look at others. And what do we know about others? What do we know about our team? You know, it's like this iceberg you've probably seen a million times in different different um, presentations, but I, I love what it depicts is that we see so little of what goes on with everybody. And, and so we, we make assumptions based on one-tenth of the information about what somebody else might need, what they might want. And so just some questions, you know, to kind of ask is, you know, does your team feel psychologically safe? I mean, do, you know, do they, are they worried about things? And again, the things that may or may not happen may be out of your control, but sharing and connecting and communicating help relieve that kind of stress. So think about that. You know, does your team feel, you know, productive, appreciated? Are they connected with each other? You know, as Amy was saying earlier, just having these calls just to just to connect on something um, when we're working at home and when we're not seeing people. And, you know, I mean, how many times in the morning did you talk about your day and kind of um, release any stress, you know, from the from the day before, before you even started your day? We did a lot of things that were healthy for us when we were together that may or may not still happen. So just kind of thinking about what do we know about others? And and how important it is that I that I do know. Um, people may need more help and you may need to refer them to other resources for that. So just kind of keeping that in um, mind as you're being supportive. Here, but here's a big one. Um, you know, here's where we can be influenced or you can influence others. You know, you've heard monkey see, monkey do, but we don't always realize that we are monkey see, monkey do every day with our energy. Um, we have mirror neurons that will will reflect the energy in the room if we're not if we're not strong. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you know you're in your room, you're doing whatever, and somebody walks in and does not say a word, and everybody goes, because you could feel their energy. They were upset or uptight or angry or something and you could just you're just kind of like and you just kind of power down and you have there's been not a word spoken so two things one is that um you want to be able to protect yourself against that kind of energy right and the other thing is you want to be able to shift energy and you have that power and that strength and it's really important to realize that the effects of the strongest energy win. So say you're with somebody who is um, visibly upset, having a real hard time, 
and you're starting you know you're starting to be upset as well because you're feeling your you know your empathy is kicking in you know you are you know you're an empathetic person and um you're starting to feel whatever they're dealing with and it could be personal issues it could be work issues it could be anything what you're then doing is you are then zapping your energy and taking it down but if you can mentally while you're listening to them Return to a place of calm because you've been practicing. Um, you've been practicing your breathing. You've been practicing your visualization where, where your peace, where you can almost feel your peace filling your body and coming out through your body, right? Almost like an aura. If you can imagine that and feel that, they're going to pick up on your quiet energy. First of all, it'll act like a shield for you. And, and the other thing is that it will give them something. Kind of think of a, a garden hose. If you're holding a garden hose up and someone's dropping pebbles in it, right? They're filling, they're just filling it up and they're clogging up your hose. But if you turn the power on really strong, those pebbles are never going to go in that hose, right? So kind of think about why it's so important to take time for yourself. And to practice, even for a couple moments at a time, visualizing a scene, whether it be a lake, a sunset, breeze through a trees, you know, just have your have your library, right? Have a library of things you can visualize that bring you that kind of water hose strength to the moment. So that you can bring that awareness into any situation you're, that you're a part of and, and change the energy. I think of all the takeaways today, I hope that's one that you practice because I have practiced it and used it. And it is amazing what you will see. I have used it with people across a 30-foot room and have had a reaction that is almost um, unexplicable. And so um, practice that, please. Yeah. Okay. So then as we went through the list, the next thing is just pause. You know, when there's a situation that you are feeling anything in your body, in your emotions, in your in your thoughts that is bringing up, you're starting to feel any kind of stress as you're more aware of yourself, just take a quick pause, right? Be present. Pause, notice, be present. And here, here's where the power comes in. Um, you know, so whoever we are, the influences, our experiences, our values, our practices, all of that, that kind of goes into every day right? Wherever we are in the world, that's why I say sometimes, just breathe. That goes into your day. So the situation or the event happens, some data, whatever, that could be negative. We have this reaction to it, right? And from the reaction, we take an action and there's a result. And often that isn't the result that's supportive of others. It's not necessarily good for ourselves. It's just that fast reaction. So what we really want to do is the moment we feel this reaction coming up and notice where it comes up for you, shoulders tight, fists clench, whatever it happens to be, 
that's when you pause. That's when you 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 take that second to be aware and pause because then you can respond. And with a respond, you can take an action that has been aligned with the intentions that you were setting in the very beginning. So again, this pause is so important, but in order for you to pause, you have to feel that reaction coming up. You have to know how oh, this makes me angry or oh, I'm scared or I'm worried. I know whatever it is, whether it's facial, whether it's it's something you're going to say, where does it come up for you? Notice that so that you can that you can move on. Okay. And so um, you know, as we, you know, as we kind of went through that, I just want to recap sort of the order of where we went with things. Um, because it's it's really important um to just say. Who, yeah, who is it that I want to be during this change? Um, I can fight it. I can be angry about it. I can be scared about it. But, you know, change is going to happen no matter what. So how do I want to get through this? And how do I want the people around me to get through it? There may be some things that I have to deal with that are pretty unpleasant. Who do I want to be? When I'm dealing with it, so set, you know, setting that intention, and then really spend time being present, so that you're self-aware, you're aware of what goes on in your thoughts, in your in your emotions, in your body, even if you're disconnected, you know, from whatever that that greater um, power or connection is for you. And like the iceberg, just, you know, ask questions, you know, expand your awareness of the team around you. You can be so much of a better leader and you can give so much more support when you're willing just to be curious and not sit in judgment. Learn to pause. And in the beginning, even if you just stop there and you don't substitute a response or anything, you just... Pause, and you may still you may still react the same way, but you're starting to train your brain to pause. So you know, just give yourself baby steps in the beginning when you incorporate that pause practice. Key key is is that practice, and then when you are able to, when you can set that um, pause pause, then go ahead and assess your reaction. Is this is this the way I want to? Is this way I want to react, or is this or is this something that I want to adjust? And if it's something you want to adjust, then just respond intentionally. And the great thing about this is when you do respond intentionally, that goes back and it feeds back into how you set up your day. You will continually strengthen that those neural connectors that, um, that take you to a new practice, that take you past where the amygdala fires and you're sitting in that fight, flight, or freeze mode. It'll take you past that and put you back into far more um, rational thinking. Okay, so again, the more you practice this, the more you will, um, the more you will lead the way you want to. Okay, so I am open if anyone wants to chat or have questions. Otherwise, like I said, I always say, feel free to text or call or 
or um, email with any questions or anything that um, you'd like more information on. I have resources behind all of these things and I'm always happy to share articles or whatever might be of value to you. So. Awesome. Thank you, Shirley. Um, for everybody on the call, I did just drop in the chat uh, next month's session. It's going to be May 10th at 3 p.m. Eastern. Sorry, May 15th, 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, and the link to register is in the chat. Go ahead and get yourself registered for the next one. <clears throat> and again, just <clears throat> excuse me, a call to action from um, those of you still on the call to reach out to me personally. Um, let me know your thoughts, um, good or bad, on what we've done so far and what you potentially would like to see through the rest of the year um, in this Better Me in 23 series. Um, and so with that said, again, Shirley, thank you so much. Um, looking forward to seeing you next month. Um, and I will send out the recording for this as well as some bullet points that we wrote down. Shirley, will you provide the presentation deck or no? Oh, sure. Okay, so we can send that out to you also. And then just a reminder, um, you know, if there are leaders on this call or anybody that potentially would be interested in doing any kind of series um, within your own organization, Shirley, I'm sure, is open to doing anything like that. Um, if you've, you know, got a group of people that you think would benefit from a, a series of webinars that she does, I would definitely recommend uh, reaching out because, as you can tell, she is very well versed and um, her voice always. Even just her voice and her presence calms me and makes me happier during the day. So thanks again, everybody. And we'll see you next month. Don't forget to register. You can also find it on our member engagement, um, sorry, member event calendar on the mortgagecollaborators.com website. So thanks again for joining everybody. We'll see you next month. Thank Bye. you. Have a great week. For more information about how you can get involved with TMC Connect and witness the power of the network firsthand, please visit us at mortgagecollaborative.com.